Have you ever wanted to know what it's like being an artist and business owner? Well, I talked to someone who's been doing it for about four years now. And in that short span, she has sold over 50 pieces. She's been featured in local art magazines. She's gonna share with you her experience at art events, her struggles, her motivation, and inspiration. If I had to describe her art, I would say she has a spooky vibe to her paintings, her fashion, even some of her modeling pictures. She's not afraid to think outside the box and try new things and get out of her comfort zone. But before we get into all that, this is the Mad Canvas Podcast, the place where visual artists share their creative process. And I'm your host, Imani Phillips. Now, this is my interview with Dylan's workshop about art business tips. Hello. How are you doing, hey. Dylan? I'm doing great. Um, it's been really nice now that shows are opening back up. Things are starting to get busy again. So I got a lot of activity going on. How long have you been creating art? Um, so I've always been a creative kid. Um, my parents, luckily, they cultivated that. They let me um, draw on my clothing and draw on the walls at home and uh, let me be expressive in that way. So I always felt comfortable drawing and when it was time for me to go to college, I, I knew I would not study anything else besides art. Um, so I put my mind to that for a couple of years. Um, and then I decided to move to Texas. And that's when I decided, okay, let's take this thing serious. Let's start painting every day, try to, you know, make a career out of this. Right. I remember when I met you, it was actually at an art show. And you told me that was your first time going to an art show. How was your experience? Yeah, that was the Raw show, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, a couple years um, ago. That was so amazing. You were at my very, very first art show and you've followed and supported me like ever since then. So it's really cool. I appreciate that. Um, Thank my experience, uh, I was super excited because it was my very first time showing my artwork to the whole world um, and putting it out as a professional. Um, right. So that that was really cool. Um, I got my portrait taken, which I felt very professional doing that. Um, the downside, I would say, to that specific show was there was a high number of ticket sales required for the artist um, in order to, you know, participate. And it was ended up being a really high fee to try to recuperate as an artist. So I, right. I ended up not not doing those shows anymore. Going to art shows, would you recommend to another artist to pay that much to show your work? Is it um, worth like paying that much just to show your work? How much was it again over at Raw? It was like ticket sales were like twenty, and it was something like uh, three hundred. Overall, bucks. it was like three hundred dollars, like overall, three four hundred dollars. Yeah, absolutely. You need to be very smart with where you apply those vendor fees. Um, I would never pay probably three hundred dollars ever again. That was a big lesson. Um, I try to keep it as affordable and uh, cost, you know, effective as possible. Um, but that takes a lot of effort in scouting out different shows and understanding what the um, the event host is offering you versus what you're paying them. You know, yes. is, are they going to be bringing a buying audience? Um, things like that. So you need to be smart with where you're applying those fees. What have you learned as a person, as a business owner, to start in your own business? Um, so as a creative, you know, trying new things, um, has always inspired me and, and it helps me learn more about myself. Um, so trying like a mural or branching out into modeling, 
Those are the things that help me learn more about myself each time I try something new. Um, right. As a as a businesswoman, um, I would say I've learned um, art artwork and being an artist professionally is more to it than just making paintings. Um, you know, you've got the scouting the art shows, you've got the um, taking photos of your work and um, posting that content. Um, so a lot of lot of different things going on there besides just making paintings and drawings. So yeah, when it comes to like sharing your art online, taking pictures of it, what like how do you find your audience? Like, yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um, finding your audience for me um, through hashtags, for example. Um, you you mentioned my work has kind of a spooky vibe, right. so maybe I would use hashtag spooky art, um, and then people who are like looking for that style can find me. Um, I would say building my referrals through people who know my work in person. So they know my style and they can say, Hey, my aunt might like something like that. What it comes to being a business owner, like what has been your biggest struggle? Biggest struggles. Um, I would say, uh, it's a challenge at times, um, to balance what we talked about with booking shows and, versus um, posting your content versus having the inspiration to create a new piece or work on the paintings, you know? So sometimes you get tired from doing your emailing or whatever. Burnout, is it, would you call it like burnout? Like creative burnout? How, how do you deal with that? Yeah, um, yeah well, that's, that's always a challenge. I'd say, you know, getting out of the house and doing something fun. Um, just to shake it off, shake off whatever mental block you may have, or, you know, feeling like you're in a frump or slump, like go to the beach and go swimming or um, go dancing. That's like yeah. a great way just to, you know, get inspired and just refresh yourself. Yeah, it's always good to refresh yourself. So now that we talk about the struggles, what has been your biggest, your biggest accomplishment as an artist? And a business owner. Um, so in the past year, I've had some really cool things happening. Um, I did my very first mural in October. Um, I went to visit my family back in Georgia. And one of my biggest art collectors out there decided he wanted a mural in his basement. And right. I only had one weekend to do that. So one I had week? to. Yeah, one weekend, like three days. Like it was like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I just worked like 10, 12 hour days or whatever, you know, as much as I could. Um, I planned all of it out in Houston. So I, I sketched it out and um, conceptualized how much paint I would be needing for that scale. Um, right. Practiced on um, some, some cardboard outside and um, yeah, it was pretty intense. Um, so that was a big victory for me to pull that off. Um, that's, and, that's crazy. I, I've been seeing yeah. you like, You've been featured in a lot of magazines recently, the um, writing show, which is a podcast on iHeartRadio or yeah. local Houston. If you want to give advice to other artists trying to grow, what would be like your tip you share to them? It takes a lot of work putting your name out there, um, applying for things. So just keep your eye open for opportunities. Uh, just keep putting yourself out there. You're going to get more no's than you get yeses, but you don't know unless you don't try. What would you tell someone looking to start their own small art business? There's always something you can be doing. That's that's my advice is if you feel like you're slow in a certain area, then maybe you need to take time to reorganize the studio, 
or um, clean out, you know, your phone with all your old photos or, you know what I mean? There's always something you can be doing. Um, That's right. Maybe it's research or developing your skills and saying, hey, I'm just going to have a sketchbook day and practice. When it comes to milestones, how many pieces have you sold? Hmm, that is a really good question. Let's see. I've been selling art for since about about four years. I'd say at least fifty paintings. Um, that's that's yeah. great. It, it, have most of them been in person or online? Um. Well, that's a good question. A little bit of a mixture. Um, Excuse me. It's really cool when I see um, people who follow me online for a while and then they come to one of my art shows and they're like, I know you online. And so that's really neat to see um, a little bit of both. Um, a lot of times in person, I'm able to connect with that person face to face and um, share more of my character and my story. And I think that can have a good effect on uh, selling in person. That's right. I feel like personally, this is just me. If I know you as a person, I'm more willing to buy your art because I feel like, hey, I got Dylan's art. And yeah. speaking of your art, your name, uh, where did the idea of Dylan's workshop come from? Like, you're at Dylan's workshop official. Where did that name come from? So it's really funny. When I was a little child, um, you know how you sing into, like, the fan, the box fan and, like, hear your voice go like a robot? Um we used to make up songs and uh, one of the songs we made up had the name Dylan's workshop in it. And when it came time for me to become a professional artist and I was like, I need a business name for my work. Mm -hmm. uh, Dylan's workshop just kind of came back into my mind and I was like, Oh, it makes perfect sense. Um, so it's kind of cool how that happened. Well, I personally love that name. I, it's so easy to remember. Like I remember your name, Dylan. And then I remember well, she has a workshop, and just because, like, you don't just do painting, as you do, like, you paint trays, you paint on your clothes, you do photography, it's like, oh, it, the workshop can be anything, and I like how yeah. you didn't label yourself to just one medium. Exactly, and Bright and Bold Fine Arts kind of sums up what I do without um, nailing it down to painting or drawing. Um, fine Arts can embody everything that I do. Right. What inspired you to be an artist? Like, who is your favorite artist? Ah, uh, so my favorite artist uh, actually has an exhibit in Houston right now. His name is M.C. Escher. Okay. Um, classic, um, I believe, Dutch artist. And he has really amazing um, pattern work that just inspires me so much. Um, definitely, if you haven't seen his stuff, check it out. Um what inspires me aside from like artists or artwork in general is just getting outside and maybe like going to the beach um, or listening to like my favorite music at the time. Like, for example, um, my favorite album right now is Buried Alive. Um, oh, so well, who, yeah. I well, that's the band name, actually. Um, I can't remember what the album's name, oh, okay. but it's by Buried Alive. And I love that um, band right now because all of their names have like puns in the title. So it's like berry names. It's really funny. That's cool. Like grape, grape digger, blood orange, stuff like that. It's funny. I actually listen to a lot of music, but I've never heard very much. I will be checking them out. Um, I have listened to a lot of corn. <laughs> I love corn. Awesome. Yes, good workout music for sure. 
Yeah, absolutely. You gotta pump them off. Face whatever. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's um, a gun show. Yeah. I- I'm trying. I- I'm trying to get some. <laughs> you said you're going see. with yoga. You've been doing yoga's, yoga. Yoga's a start. It's a start. So, you know, that's actually a good question. You know, as artists, we are on the hunched over painting and stuff like that. That's why I do yoga. Uh, our neck can hurt, our back can hurt. Then we're on the computer promoting our work on our phones all day. What is your, yeah, like, workout routine? <laughs> yes. No. So what, what is your, like, do you have, like, a workout routine to keep yourself in shape while you're, like, Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say, you know, being a model has definitely helped me um, be more motivated to keep up with the fitness. Um, I would say during like the past couple of years, I wasn't as much in the gym, but I've been doing more home workouts. Um, So I bought like a weight bar for my own home and I do um, just basic stuff, squats, um, push-ups, you know, just the good core stuff. Um, So keep it pretty simple. That's that's great, yeah. Uh, um, you know, if you're a model, I'm assuming you should be trying to get in shape. I guess I, I'm not a model, but um, it's what motivates. Being, me. It's part of what motivates me. <laughs> that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Speaking of inspiration, like, what inspired you to become a model? Because I know you were already like a painter. So where does so, model stuff come from? Um, I. One year ago, approximately, I just kind of had the idea to do a photo shoot, um, just something for myself. And I really enjoyed it um, working with Amber, and she was really nice and made me feel comfortable. And I shared the photos, and people really loved it as much as I did. Um, And I have Houston photographer friends who they were like, wow, we really love this. Let's work together. And it just kind of started picking up from there. My partner decided to buy a camera, um, both to help photograph my artwork and um, just um, to start experimenting with his own artwork. And um, that's when we decided to start working together. And uh, I kind of became a model. During COVID, I, as an artist, and I'm sure a lot of people had a lot of motivation to do some new things. Did you have yeah. any... During COVID, what was like something that you wanted to try new since you couldn't do art shows? Uh, tattooing, uh, definitely. So the during the lockdown, I had definitely decided that it was time to work on my sleeve. Um, right. S- since I couldn't go anywhere, um, not to mention tattoo artists at the time were uh, a lot of the shops were being closed down. So a lot of okay. those tattoo artists were out of work. They didn't have a space. Um, so my guy, Cabos, at the time was doing house calls. Um, so he came to my studio and uh, we just, uh, you know, prepared it per normal for a tattoo uh, session. And that's how I've been, that's how I spent my time. Okay, doing lockdown. Okay, that's cool. I saw your logo on your elbow. Uh, yeah. I just saw that. that. Was, I, I never... So the logo was a tattoo first. This oh. was the tattoo. And I said, I need a logo for my brand, and why not use this? So, so okay, so that's why you have the skull with a hat. That's that's the why it's your hat. logo because it was tattooed first. Okay, that's yeah, cool. yeah. I, I I see it, and I'm like, I I I don't really understand, but now I see. Like it's always it's a cool illustration, and it does fit yeah. the bright and bold, like like a spooky vibe. So I I really do stand. It's, 
speaking of photography and spooky, I remember seeing a picture of you wearing this clown makeup. Where that? What was that all about? Yeah, so that was a, one of my actually earliest photo shoots with my friend Angel Strange. Um, she creates these clown characters and has, through the years, um, developed it. And we came up during lockdown with an idea of doing Creeper the Clown. And um, we took that time to um, go out into the streets and do my makeup real crazy and uh, be expressive and um, play a clown for the day. And that was really, really fun. The show is wrapping up. You asked some wonderful questions, which I'm sure is going to help out a lot of artists who are trying to start their own business. And I would like to say, who would you recommend to be on the Matt Cavis podcast, the place where creators share their story? It's got to be Angel Strange. She's um, primarily a painter. She does murals, custom work, um, clowns, creepy stuff. Definitely check her out. Be sure to follow Dylan at Dylan's Workshop Official on Instagram to support her work. You can follow Matt Canvas on Instagram at Matt Canvas Official. If you want to follow me, I have Instagram, Twitter. You can hit me up at Matt Money Art. You can also shoot me an email at mattmoneyart at gmail.com. If you enjoyed listening to the show, be sure to subscribe and also join the Get Mad newsletter by going to mattmoneyart.com and click on that button that says join. It's free. You'll be updated when a new episode drops and you'll get free art and comic tips. That's all for this episode. Stay safe and stay mad. I'm out.